Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons Podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Hey, today, uh, you know, it's a special day because we're going to have a church potluck, but it's also a day of giving thanks. You know, this week is Thanksgiving. And, but uh, first of all, I want to give honor to whom honor is due, and I always recognize my parents when they're here, so give my mom and dad a, a big hand. They're here today. Um, also uh, with us are uh, my, my Uncle Jimmy, and you've all heard the story of Uncle Jimmy knocking on my door. Give him a big hand. Raise your hand, Uncle Jimmy, because I'll tell you, we, we wouldn't be here if there wasn't this man named Uncle Jimmy that knocked on my door. Amen many years ago. We would not be here. Wow. I'll tell you that right now. So I'm thankful, Uncle Jimmy. Yes. Thank yeah. God. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Yes. Also, I have some family, um, Shirley and Laura. Uh, welcome my family, uh, cousins that are here visiting as well. So God bless you. It's good to see Sheila, your family here today. God bless you guys. Carlos, how can I forget you, Carlos? It's good to see you all. Everybody, we've missed you all, and uh, you picked a great Sunday to be with us, because we're going to enjoy some good food afterwards, amen? amen. We're going to get fed spiritually and physically, I'm down for that today, amen. So today I want to talk to you just briefly, but, but I asked you the past couple of services to get your a testimony ready, I want you to come up and share, if you don't want to come all the way up, maybe just from where you're seated. But I want you to share on just briefly why you're thankful, what you're thankful for this year. This year has been a tough year. How many would agree with me? Yes. Last 20 months have been a tough year. Things that you and I have faced that we've never had to face in our life. But through that all, through all of that, we're here today. Amen. That's a reason to give God thanks. Amen. Thankfulness is a complicated state of being. And what do I mean by that? Well, it's easy to be thankful when, when the money's flowing, when the job's going good, when, when the cars are all working good, when the dog comes up to you and licks you up and is all happy, when the wife is with you and the husband's with you, life is good, right? It's easy to be thankful. But when times flip on the other side and it gets a little tough, it's not as easy to have an attitude of gratitude, is it? It takes work. But I want to remind you today that we all have that power to have an attitude of gratitude as believers. Christ has given you and I something that the world doesn't have. And that's his holy presence that lives in you and guides you and directs you. And reminds you every day of what's most important. Amen? Which is life. I, I told you last week, two things I would have told that 20-year-old me many years ago if I could have a chance to go back. Most important thing is God Almighty. Recognize who God is. Yes. And number two is your family. Amen. Your family members. Amen. Those are the two most important things. It's what I really said was fixing this relationship here first, the, the vertical relationship, and then fix these horizontal relationships. Because if you get this one right, it'll help you manage these right. But when this one is broken, these tend to get broken. How many know what I'm talking about today? Yeah. Amen? Amen? So Lord, help us to have a power of an attitude of gratitude. Again, it's hard when, to have that attitude when life 
goes against you like it has been the last 20 months. And I don't care who you are, what, what field, what, what you do for a living, where you live. Life has been against us, all of us, in some form or fashion. But I want to remind you today that the scriptures, the word of God, gives us many reasons to be thankful for. And the message runs counter to what the world says. The world is just talking about gloom and doom, right? You turn on the news, and I, 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 I used to watch the news, but I don't do that anymore. It's gloom and doom everywhere you turn. And I can only handle so much of that, and I would just encourage you, don't tune on the news. If that's all you're listening to, no wonder you have a negative spirit. No wonder nobody wants to hang with you, right? So, so be careful what you're putting in your spirit person, Amen. your spirit man. You see, our, our joy, our prayers, our thankfulness shouldn't fluctuate with our circumstances, with what's going on around us. You and I as believers should have a joy. Somebody should be able to say yeah. something about you. There's something that you have, something about you. I don't know what it is, but, but I can't pinpoint it. That's the joy of the Lord. Amen. Amen? That's the joy of the Lord. Now again, the Bible's full of hope and God's promises that help us as believers to give thanks even when things aren't going our way. Even when you're faced with, with death, God will give you a peace that passes all understanding to help you process that. Even in the middle of your pain, God will give you peace, the Bible says. So this afternoon, are you ready to share some testimonies here in a bit? Yeah. Get them ready, those that would like to share. But I would invite you to take a look at this scripture I want to put up. This is the one that I want to focus on today. It's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and we'll have it up on the screen here. And this is out of the NIV version. It says it this way. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let's just pray right now. Father, we ask you right now, Lord, that you would impart wisdom into us. Give us ears to hear, uh, spirits to, uh, spirit, Lord, that is willing to listen to your word and be doers of the word as, as the word declares. So, Father, I pray your blessings upon each person here today. Help us, Lord, today to have that power of an attitude of gratitude and we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So this afternoon, let me ask you, let me start off by asking this one question. What does it mean to you to give thanks in all circumstances, in all things? What does that mean to you? Just let that roll around in your mind. Maybe that's part of what you want to share today if you have something to be thankful for. But what does that mean? Because here's what I know, that if you and I take our eyes off of God and just put them on the circumstances that are going on around us from all the negativity and I won't go into all the stuff that's been going on. We hear it day in and day out. We're bombarded with bad news all, all around us. But if that's all you're ever seeing, you can lose hope really quick in this world. And, and that's why people are committing suicide like never before. Young people especially are taking their lives because they see no hope. And that's a sad situation, a very sad situation. It can be easy to look around and see nothing good, sinking into despair, emotionally distraught, which causes anger, 
lashing out at people. Okay, you don't have to elbow the person next to you this afternoon because I know that didn't occur on the way to church. And it gives you an inability to feel gratitude. It's an inability to give thanks even though you have life. Each of you here today, I look at you, there's nobody here that appears to be physically struggling to the point that you're near death. Some of us have our physical struggles, I get that. But all of you walked in here. I didn't see any of you roll in here because you couldn't walk. That's a reason right there to be thankful for, amen? amen? Obeying the three things that were mentioned in that scripture. Let me re, uh, review them again. Rejoice or be joyful. Pray continually and giving thanks in some of the circumstances. Is that what it says? No, no it says all circumstances. It doesn't mean, well... My friend just passed away. Thank you, Lord, for his... No, it's not talking about that. It's saying that even though he passed away, even though she passed away, Lord, I still thank you for life. I thank you that I got to know that person. I thank you for that family, and on and on and on. Do you have a spirit of thankfulness in the middle of whatever you may be going through? Because that, those three things are what will draw you close to God when you have a spirit of thankfulness. How many know that an ungrateful person is usually a bitter person, is usually an angry person? Who wants to hang with those people? Nobody does. On the flip side, if you're a thankful person, if you're always rejoicing and, and, and praying for them and giving thanks for life and so forth, that, that could be something that you, you find attractive. You, you want to be like that. And I know I've seen that in mentors of mine. It's like, I want to be like that. And I don't want to be that person, but I know that they have learned this trick right here, this secret, to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstance. And the bottom line is, that's God's will for you and I. You ever ask yourself this question, God, what's your will for me? It's right there. It's right there. Give thanks in all circumstances, pray continually, and rejoice always. That is God's will for you as believers. So again, it's a reminder to you and I that if we take our eyes off of the Lord, it'll distract us. We get too caught up in what's going on down here at this level, and we can leave discouraged and ungrateful. So let's learn to obey those three simple things found in that scripture. There are so many more scriptures I can put up on the screen for you right now regarding thankfulness. And you, you know these scriptures, but... I just want to focus on this one here. So from the biblical perspective, being thankful is inherent to being a created being. In other words, you and I have life. We should give thanks. Yes. You give thanks. Do you, I, I said this last week, do you rise thankfully? First thing you do, and do you say, Lord, thank you? Or are you complaining already? Oh, man, I got to get to work. Oh, man, I'm late already. Uh, oh, is it just complain, complain, complain? Or are you just saying, Lord, thank you for another day. I don't know what today holds, but I thank you for today. Amen. Because again, where is your focus? Where is your attitude of gratitude? God gave you life, therefore you should give thanks. Amen. Just as I recognize my mom and dad, because I know from, whence, from where I came from, right? I give them honor because I came from them and, uh, and so forth. 
We should recognize and give God the thanks because He has given us life. And I'm talking about not just physical life, spiritual life, a spiritual awakening. He's opened our eyes. Yes. Amen. 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 The book of James, which I'm not going to read the script. Well, actually, it's, it's James 1 and verse 17. Chapter 1 and verse 17 says the following. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. God is good to his people. If you reflect back as you have those that are going to share here, you can reflect back and see how God has been so good to you in your life. Um, I don't care how many negative things have happened to you this year, maybe last year, maybe the past 20 years, maybe the past 40 years, but God has still been good to you. Amen? There, there was an old song that used to be sung. It was called Count Your Blessings and Name Them One by One. I don't know if any of you have heard that, but it's also a, it's an expression that we use at somebody that usually is ungrateful. Well, count your blessings. You could be whatever, you know, fill in the blank. But today I want to remind you, count your blessings. Amen. You know, we, we move to a new place and we complain about how hot it is. Yeah. Right? Count your blessings. Amen. You got a new place. Amen? Amen? We move to another place and the taxes are too high here. I'm paying $5 a gallon for gas. Well, then go to Costco. It's $4.45 or whatever it is. <laughs> count your blessings. Count your blessings. Yeah, California, there's a lot to complain about. I'm not going to get into that. That's the negativity that the world wants you to think on and dwell on. God wants you to be thankful for the fact that you can go buy gas, that you fact, the fact that you have a vehicle, yeah. that you can afford to put gas in that car because you got a J-O-B, amen? And we get hung up on the fact that it's $5.20 a gallon or whatever crazy number that's out there these days. But again, count your blessings. If you haven't done that recently, here's what I would challenge you to do. Get a piece of paper. I, I'm just, I can't help myself. I'm big on notes and stuff like this. So get a piece of paper and begin to write down your blessings. Well, what's the first one? I'm alive. Thank God for life. Thank you, Lord, for my home. Thank you, Lord, for, for the roof over my head, my clothes on my back. I have vehicle. No, I have two vehicles. No, maybe some of you have three vehicles. I mean, those are the things you begin to chop down. Simple things. Those are, those are just physical things, but the fact that maybe you have good relationships with your siblings, with your children. Thank God for that. If not, go and work on them. Amen? Amen. Count your blessings. And the Lord will remind you of how generous and how good He's been to you. Amen? So, having said that, I want to share, I want to get some testimonies going right now. Because we got some good food coming up. And I want to hold you back from that. So, who would like to share first? I see one hand right here. Carlos, you're going to go second. Come on up, Irene. Come on up and share. Give her a big hand. This is Irene's food. Tell us why you're thankful this year. I am thankful for life itself. And um, all week long I've been just thinking about all the things I'm thankful for. Um, so I was doing my dishes this morning, and I was thinking about it. And I said, well, I, I'm going to start out from the beginning. I'm thankful for the beautiful parents I had, 
Um, you know, they loved each other, and they had nine beautiful children. And uh, I have beautiful brothers and sisters, and I'm thankful for the time that I uh, got away from God, but I'm so thankful that He never lets go of us. And um, I'm so grateful for that because I can remember that, you know, God was nothing on my mind. And then I'm thankful for my daughter who I had it when I was 21 years old and she's 40 now. And um, I'm thankful for my grandchildren. And then, of course, I am th so thankful, even though I, I lost my husband, you all knew, most of you knew him, Wayne. And, you know, it was a, it was a tough year for me with that. But... I look back on the 37 years I had with him, Amen. and I'm so thankful I had 37 years with him. And um, I'm so thankful for that. I, and I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful that I live in a beautiful home. I have a vehicle. I don't have a job because I'm retired. <laughs> I'm very thankful about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm just thankful for life itself. And, I'm, and also, I don't want to forget this. I am so thankful for this church family. Yeah. All you guys are so supportive. You know, we come here every Sunday. We get together for a lot of different things. Um, I just couldn't ask for a better church. And, um, and I know it's a small church, but gosh, we, you know, we have a lot of people and we have just so much support. But always remember that God is good and we are powerful within God. Amen. And Amen. I'm just grateful for that. Thank you, Irene. Thank you. Amen. would like to share a second? Come on up, Carlos. This is Carlos from, uh, tell us where you're from, where you come from. Where do I come from? Yeah, where do you live? I, I, I reside in Marin City, yes. Sausalito. Yes. And I come here, and I don't know, I know that I don't need to apologize, but I'm so sorry I haven't been here. I feel really embarrassed. I haven't been here for so long. I'm so sorry. It's good to see you. But God is so amazing. I love him so much. Um, I'm thankful for everything. I'm thankful for, for family and everything. But I'm mainly thankful that um, I get to thank him throughout the day. Every day. And not just in the morning, but all through the day I get to thank him. I'm thankful that I get to talk to him all through the day. And it's awesome. Um, he's so good to me, and I don't, I've realized that I can't understand. I can't figure it out, and I don't deserve him for be so, I don't deserve him to be so good to me. Um, because I'm a sinner, and he understands that I always will be. But he, he asks, he, he allows me to, for forgiveness, and he forgives me, and I know that he loves me. Um, but my repentance is not good and I need to work on it but he's still good to me and um, I just love him so and I love everybody here and I'm just so glad to see everybody I have tears of joy I'm thankful that he allows me through the um, trials and tribulations that I've been through with my wife having cancer my first wife and and just a lot of other things and, and bringing me another soulmate and family into my life because family is everything to me. But um, um, he's allowed me, what was I, I lost my train of thought. That uh, Oh, he's, he's allowed me to, um, through loving him and talking with him and thanking him every day that um, he's allowed me purpose to 
I always have joy and peace in my heart. And uh, I know that's hard to get to, but he's allowed me to have that. And I don't want to take that for granted, ever. So God is good. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Can I just remind you that God has forgiven you, Brother Carlos. God has forgiven you. Yeah. Give, give a big hand to Mother Betty as she comes up here. Tell us why you're thankful, Mother Betty. Praise God. Yes. I'm thankful for Jesus. Yes. I thank God that he looked beyond my faults one day and saw my need. And I thank him for uh, Jesus for dying on the cross for my sins yes. and giving me eternal life yes. to look forward to. Yes. I'm grateful that he woke me up this morning, yes. early this morning. I've been awake, since, I guess maybe about 4 o'clock. And yes, that, that is early. And that's unusual for me to get up that early. But I'm thankful I was able to get out the bed for my, by myself because over three years ago, I wasn't able to walk upstairs for a whole year to my bedroom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I was having pain so bad. Did y'all see me when I came here on the crutches? On, not a crutches, but a, a cane. And I was having just uh, pains that was just would make me scream out. But God healed me. I know him as a healer. I thank you for healing me. I thank you for saving me. I thank God for my family being here today. I thank God for my three daughters my seven grandchildren, and my 15 great-grandchildren. I thank God. Praise God. And I thank God for all of you, because you all are my church family. Yes. Um, all of my family live out of town. They're just about an hour away from me. But I can get close. I can, I can reach Pastor Anna, Pastor, Pastor Rick. Uh, they're just about 10 minutes away from me. And my family is so appreciative of how the church family takes such good care of me. They look out for me. They call me. They check on me. And whenever there's a need uh, around my house, Pastor, he jumps on it right away. Just like Dante and his son came and fixed my, uh, my centering uh, light yesterday. And I am so appreciative. I thank God for all that he's doing for me. As the song says, God is so good. He is good to me. He's been good to my family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I just thank God for all of you. God is good. He's a loving God. He's a compassionate God. He's a faithful God. And his mercy is everlasting. His mercy is new each and every morning. And I give him praise. I give him glory for what he is to me. Hallelujah. He comforts me when I'm feeling lonely. He gives me peace. He gives me joy. He gives me contentment. Can't nobody do it but Jesus. I have no sad luck story. I give him all the praise. I give him all the glory. I am thankful to be alive. I'm thankful. My kids say, Mom, you never, you've always having problems. You never had a problem saying your age because you never looked your age. I thank God that he's let me live 80 years, 80 years long. And if he let me live until February, I'll be 81 years old. So I thank God for that because he's brought me for a long ways. And I know he didn't bring me this far to leave me. I have no complaints. No complaints. Hallelujah. God is good. I am grateful today. Thank God for Jesus. Give a big hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And can I say thank God for those 
incredible shoes on outfit. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Mother Betty. Is, bad shoes, yeah, those are some really super bad shoes today. <laughs> Amen. In a good way, Mother Betty. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Lord. And, and we're looking forward also to the day she's going to bring a message up here. She has promised she's going to bring a message one day. How many want to hear that message? Amen. Yes. We're going to get some more up here, but I, I just want to also share the first thing I, I mentioned was count your blessings. The second thing is is reflect on how God has redeemed your troubles in the past. And you're kind of seeing some of these testimonies reflect on that. How has God redeemed your troubles in the past? How he's brought you out of certain situations. Yes. Maybe it was through a healing. Maybe it was through a family, the church family. Maybe it was for whatever, whatever reason or how God chose to do that. But he has redeemed you from your troubles in the past. Here's what I know. God always takes the bad things that happen in our lives and uses them for our good. Amen. As you reflect back, you will see that in your life. There's a scripture, Romans 8 and verse 28. And in the NIV, it says it this way. And we know that in all things, everybody say all things. All things. God works for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose. So here's what I know. Is I want to be one of those that love him. Because if, I, if I'm one of those that love him. The word says that in all things. God works for the good of those who love him. Choose today to love him. And he will work on your behalf. Amen. That is powerful. So let's learn to reflect back on how God has redeemed your troubles in the past. And then, right now, let's, let's have another testimony. Who, who has another testimony? Um, was that? Somebody's Andrew. pointing. Melody? Yeah. Andrew. Andrew. Oh, Andrew, come on up, Andrew. Give a big hand up. Brother Andrew. We love Andrew. And uh, I want to ask you, what are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for my family, my friends. My church family, ah, I pray to God, everybody loves coming here, and so do I. God is always with us, Father. Amen. 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 Thank you, Andrew. That's beautiful. I love Andrew because he has such a tender heart, tender spirit. He'll often come up to me after service and say, can you pray for my friend or pray for this? And it comes from a pure, sincere heart. That's so beautiful. And, and I always tell them, don't ever change. Don't ever change. Amen. Anybody else have another a testimony they would like to share up here today? Before we close. Gregory. I know Gregory has something to share. Because blessed is the man who remains steadfast in the track. Tell us why you're thankful this year. Uh, I'm very thankful. I'm thankful uh, that... Um, when I was able to reach up to the Lord, He was there, and uh, and I know this. I know this for a fact because growing up with seven brothers and one sister, uh, I never recognized the most beautiful person in my life. And when I'm washing dishes, I think I never had to worry about a dish being cleaned. Or when I'm laying on my pillow and I smell that fresh scent, I never had to worry about washing a pillow as a child. Um, cooking, getting rides, 
all those things that I just never recognized my mother. And now I get to call her and say, Mom, I'm washing dishes. And now I think about when you used to wash dishes for us, and you know, I never, we never thanked you, but I want to thank you for just installing that and, and being there. Um, I'm always going to be grateful for the Lord. He's changed my life tremendously. Amen. But I recognize my mother. I love my mother very much. And I was very selfish growing up. Um, and now, receiving the Lord in my heart, I'm no longer selfish. I think of others. And Amen. that is the main thing with me right now. I'm very grateful for that. Oh, so thank you. God bless you all. That's good. To see the growth in, in Gregory, I'm talking about the spiritual growth, has been a truly amazing. Um, I've seen him at his lowest, and I've seen him on the mountaintop. Amen. And I think the mountaintop's a way better experience, isn't it? Amen. And I'm proud of Gregory and, and the walk he's made, because that man will give you the shirt off his back. We don't want your shirt right now, brother, but he will give it to you if you need it. And, and whatever he says, he's a man of his word. That's the other thing I know. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Oh, Brother Alex, come on up. Give Brother Alex a big hand. This is Andrew's dad. And uh, we love Alex and, and his family. So tell us what you're thankful for this year, Brother Alex. Well, I am so thankful for seeing Carlos here again. Yeah. yeah. We miss you, Carlos. But uh, I am thankful to have found this church. Uh, Wayne and Irene helped us find this church. And we were kind of like looking around different churches, and we came here and we felt um, welcome right off the bat, and we decided we found our spot to go. Uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity for us to move out of Vallejo, move to Vacaville, be close to our grandkids, and we're blessed to be able to be working on our new home, and things are working out really well. Uh, I don't always have all the words, but you know, God knows what my thoughts are, so I never worry about that. Uh, most importantly, this year we are, I am so grateful that my son-in-law received his kidney after yes. six years. Everything was going good. Uh, he just, they just removed the port that he had for receiving dialysis, so that's a good sign. Uh, so I also, we also are grateful. We know somebody lost their life to give him the gift of life, so... We have been praying for that family. So. Yes, yes. So I have a lot to be grateful for. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. If you're noticing, we have families that come from Rio Vista, Vacaville, Sausalito, Marin County, Hayward, Napa, Vallejo, Merritt Canyon, Salina. My parents come from Rutherford, so. Yeah. So um, let's continue. Anybody else? We're gonna be closing here shortly. I saw. How about ladies first? Gloria, come on up. Sister Gloria, that's my sister now. And a sister, give her a big hand. That is. This is Gregory's wife. So tell us, Gloria. Why are you thankful? Um, I'm well, very thankful for my family. I love you guys all very much. Um, I'm thankful for just being healthy and our family being taken care of this year, getting through, you know, just a lot of issues with health and um, jobs and, you know, I'm very grateful that my animals are healthy and, you know, they have 
they have their issues, but you know, we've so far continued another year with them nice and healthy. And of course, I'm very thankful for my brother-in-law because I love him so much, oh, and my I sister. Love you too. <laughs> Thank you, I didn't pay to say that. Anybody else? Somebody else over here. Come on up, brother. Tell us why you're thankful. And uh, let everybody know your name again because... Uh, my name is Deepak Jones. And uh, my wife, my little wife, and my mother-in-law, my... Uh, actually, I say that. What my, was that name? My grandmother. In law, <laughs> uh, Nifay, Nifay Jones, uh, originally from Hayward, well, Oakland, live in Hayward, my wife. And I'm just grateful for this for another day. Uh, grateful for my new family, my wife, grateful for being married. Um, I'm thankful for knowing the Lord and just you know, living to the age I'm at because you know, we've seen a lot of turmoil, a lot of loss. Uh, thankful for overcoming COVID this year, that's been a blessing. I don't want to take that for granted. Um, I'm just I'm grateful for just having uh, my siblings, everybody's still alive, uh, just just um, going through the ups and downs for understanding that the Lord is opening me up to. And uh, most of all, I'm grateful for uh, hope beyond the grave. You know, if you play the, the yes. salvation, you know, do salvation, you know, do, uh, like you were saying, everything is so grim. Watching the news, shootings on the freeway, shooting, there's a lot of turmoil going on. And uh, it says in the scripture, man's heart still fell for fear. And so it's a fearful, fearful time going on right now. So I'm mostly just very grateful and thankful for hope beyond the grave. So, And that's the promise as believers that we have that, as I mentioned last week, our, our last breath here will be our first breath in eternity. Yeah. So we don't have anything to fear. It's just anticipation yeah. of what lays on the, lies on the other side. Amen. Any last couple people that want to share. Raquel, the preacher girl, come on up. How many heard her last week? Or was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, she spoke here, and she killed it. She did great. So, besides your wonderful parents, what are you thankful for this year, Raquel? Tell us. My wonderful parents will be first. <laughs> they are also my pastors, so I'm thankful for them. Um, I'm just thankful for the goodness of God and the faithfulness and the love and that he just cares so much about each of us. Yeah. And um, if we just reach out to him, he's there for us and he'll help us for anything. And another thing I'm thankful for is my church family. I'm so, so grateful for every person that has ever stepped foot into this church and that I get the honor of serving alongside of you guys. That um, This is just the beginning. We'll spend an eternity together, but just praying for you guys throughout the week, watching my parents, you know, weep when you guys weep, rejoice when you guys rejoice, and just getting to do life with you is such a blessing, and I'm just so grateful for each one of you, because you've all impacted my life for the better, so wow. I love you guys. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Proud of you. Proud of you. Anybody else? Me. Have a share. My beautiful <laughs> wife, Anna. Give my... Before the first lady of our church, Pastor Anna. I've been trying to wave him down this whole time, and Bianca says, Mom, raise your hand higher. I can't see your small hands. <laughs> but I am so thankful that God loves me. Don't you feel that way? Like, Carlos, you were saying, why would he love me? But God is so amazing that he loves us, that we can love others. It's great to know that we have a relationship with him. I wrote this note down. It says, God created us for relationship, to have relationships with each other, but also with him. 
And it's just amazing. Life can be so wonderful. I love the relationship that I have with my husband. And most of all, I'm thankful for my in-laws. I'm forever grateful that they had this wonderful man that I get to be married to. But, you know, this last couple of years with COVID, you know, everybody had to kind of keep to their own little family. And um, I'm just thankful for my daughters that we really got to spend time to bond with them. Um, Bianca, I'm thankful for the relationship that I have with you. You're my firstborn daughter that um, through you I learned how to be a mom. And then with Raquel, Raquel was the gift from God. And I've shared that story with you that you truly, God did bless us with you. But God is so good that he loves us. Look into your lives and be thankful for the things that he's given, given you. And don't forget to reach out to your brothers and sisters. God created us to have relationships with one another. You know, during these last couple of years, we've been told to kind of stay in your own homes, stay away from everyone, don't even come to church. But you know, use wisdom, but don't stay away from each other. Make sure that you make those connections, because we were created for relationship. We were created to encourage each other. When someone can't pray for their needs, it's our job to lift them up in prayer. So stay connected and continue to thank God for his many blessings. Wow. Amen. Words of wisdom. That woman is full of wisdom. That's why she married me. Anybody else have a testimony? We're getting ready to close this afternoon. I'll stand right by you. Come on, man. That's all right. If you don't, it, it has to. You have to have to want to. So, this. How many know that this has been great? Yeah. Hearing the testimonies because here's what I know that it does. It it not only reminds us of what we're thankful for. It encourages those around us. Yes. You need to hear what some people have gone through or what they're thankful for because it might remind you. Oh yeah, Lord, thank you for that. Yes. Thank you for your provision in the middle of COVID when I lost my job. Thank you for your provision, for taking care of me. Thank you for keeping me healthy. Thank you for getting me through what I had to battle with COVID. Yeah. And on and on and on. Amen. Amen. Let me just close with this last point. Give back to others in a meaningful way, which will help you to be thankful. One way to focus less on oneself, on yourself, is to be generous. Take the focus off of you, because as I said last week, and I like to quote around here, there's this book called The Purpose Driven Life by Pastor Rick Warren. The very first line in that book says, it's not about you. Amen. When it's talking about life, it's not about you. God didn't just put you on this earth to be this narcissistic, uh, blown up, ego driven person. It's not about you. It's about how are you affecting those around you? So I would ask you, are you generous with your time, your talents, and your treasures to those around you? Do you just drive by that homeless person and just say, uh, he, he can find his next meal somewhere? Do you have the compassion to maybe stop at McDonald's, double back, and bring that person a meal? Yeah. Or maybe you have some food on you, and, or maybe it's that coat that you're wearing, and it's freezing cold out there some morning. Is God compelling you, hey, that, that person looks cold. Maybe he needs a coat. Maybe he needs the coat you're wearing. Amen. Ask yourself that, how you can be generous. And maybe you don't know how to bless or be a blessing in this church. 
Ask me. I know of certain situations where you can be a blessing to somebody. And uh, that's a perfect way to, to be generous to others. Pray that the Lord will put someone on your heart to invest in and to be generous to. How many want to do that? Because again, it's not about us. It's about being a blessing to others. Truly, when you get a, when you get a Thanksgiving meal this coming Thursday, or even today, as we're going to celebrate here in a few moments, it's not really about just Pastor Anna and myself. It's about all of us getting together and enjoying fellowship, enjoying a meal, talking about how good God has been to us. So I want to close here today, and I want you to ask the Lord today, if, if you have not been of this mindset, begin to ask Him for an attitude of gratitude. Lord, help me to have an attitude of gratitude. And as I mentioned at the start, I'm thankful today for that knock on my door in March of 1980, actually it was in January of 1984, Many years ago, I was just a little kid, and there was Uncle Jimmy that knocked on my door, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for when I was 20, a gentleman by the name of Larry Hamilton would share the scriptures with me or attempt to share them when I was 20. Him and I were working a night job together, and he was a believer, and I wasn't, and I finally just told him, and you've heard me share this, I told him, Larry, I don't want to hear it. But little did I know that he planted a seed in here in my spirit. Amen. He planted a seed that wasn't ready to sprout, wasn't ready for desiring the things of God. I had no interest in things of God. It was just living for the weekend and what the weekend brought and for the next party and on and on and on. But yet at the age of 24, when life was falling apart and we've all been there, and I began to say, Lord, are you real? Because I need you to show up. I need you to be real. I need you to come into my life. And all of a sudden, I get a knock on the door. And there's a gentleman holding a Bible wearing a three-piece suit. It was a blue pinstripe suit. I still remember that. It's holding a Bible. Never in my life would any of his family members have ever described my Uncle Jimmy as holding a Bible. Never in a million years. So I saw that and I said, I don't understand what I'm looking at, but I want to invite you in to my house in Yonkville at that time, and I got to hear this, because it just so happened that my life was just in turmoil, and I was asking God to show yourself real to me, and all of a sudden, here comes somebody walking into my house holding a Bible. Think about that. God wants to answer whatever you're going through. That was just the beginning of the, of the walk that I've had and that led to my parents being saved and, and, and so forth. My grandma, my uncles, I mean everybody um, in my family. And I'm so thankful for that. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, let's stand here today as we close. Amen. How many want to ask God for an attitude of gratitude? Yeah. Raise your hand if you're with me on that because we need an attitude of gratitude more than ever in this life that we live. Yes. Let us be thankful for these testimonies that we heard today. Thank you, Mother Betty, for sharing what you had today. It's, it's powerful to see what God has done in, in you, the miracle that He's done in your life and the miracle He's done in each of our lives here. Many of you have, have miracle stories here today. Let's bow our head. Father, 
We give you thanks today. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your goodness. You are so, so good to us, Lord. And Lord, when we think about it, who are we? Who am I that you should be so good to me? Lord, the Bible describes us even as a wretched sinner that we are. And Lord, you chose to send your son to die on a cross that I would have everlasting life and receive that. And Lord, we do that today. I pray right now, Father, that God, that each person here, that they would know without a shadow of a doubt that they have eternal life in you. And right now, I want to ask everybody with your heads bowed, if there's someone here today and you don't know that where eternity is going to take you, if you're not sure of that today, I want you to know that for certainty. Because there's a simple prayer, there's a simple request, all you got to do. It's not shaking the pastor's hand, it's not becoming a member of the church, it's not even dropping money in the, in the tithe collection. It's none of that. It's just receiving Christ by faith. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, For by grace you are saved. You're saved by grace and nothing else. And Lord, we thank you for that. It's what you did on the cross. So right now with your heads bowed, if there's someone here today and you don't know when your last breath is taken on this earth, where your next breath is going to be. If you don't know that right now, just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to say, want to say a simple prayer for you. Just raise your hand if that's you today. There's one person in here. So I want, I want you to put your hands down, but I want you to do this. I want you all to say this prayer with me and believe it with all of your heart with all of your might. Say these words out loud, with, out loud with me. Dear Lord, I come to you right now. Dear Lord, I come to you right now. I need you. I need you. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I confess and I repent to you right now. I confess and I repent to you right now. I ask you to forgive me of all my past. I ask you to forgive me of all my past. Wipe away my sins. Wipe away my sins. Never to be held against me again. Never to be held against me again. I receive you today. I receive you today. Into my life. Into my life. I accept you by faith, Jesus. I accept you by faith, Jesus. That you are my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, I commit my life to you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would guide me every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Can I just tell you that when you say a prayer like that, the Bible says the angels in heaven rejoice over one. Over one. The angels in heaven begin to celebrate. You can just hear cool in the game right now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. They're celebrating in heaven right now because of one. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.